Hey friends, and welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I am your host, Wren Robbins, and I am so glad that you joined me today. I would love to encourage you to share the podcast with your friends. There are many episodes of different stories of women who are sure to encourage you in your faith journey. I know I'm always encouraged when I hear others' desire to love Jesus and hearing their story. A few I would love to suggest would be episode 51 with my friend Tracy when she talks about walking through her husband's gambling addiction, forgiving him, and how God restored their marriage. Also, episode 52 was an awesome one with Mary Flo Ridley when she talked about talking to your kids about the birds and the bees, and you don't want to miss that. Okay, let's get to today's episode. It is episode 63, and this episode is with my friend Carly Sills. Carly and I recently met in person, and she is super sweet, y'all. I love chatting with her today, and I know you will enjoy hearing her story. Carly shares about how she went from a wife desiring children to a mother of four During her years of infertility, of miscarriage, and a physical diagnosis of PCOS, also diminished egg reserve and poor egg quality, Carly explains how God showed her how to rely on Him and to follow His plan for her life. Through all of it, Carly's faith was strengthened, knowing God's plan was at work, and she has experienced such peace through that. We talk about getting pregnant naturally, her two IVF cycles, and having the shock of her life of getting pregnant with twins. We also chat about the accidental way she started her business of sharing about essential oils with the Young Living brand. She even shares her favorite six oils. You will love this conversation. She is super sweet, and I enjoyed my time with her so much. So here's my conversation with Carly. Okay, welcome to the podcast, Carly. Thanks. I'm so glad that you are here in my house, and um, I was going to tell everybody kind of how we met. I remember my friend Stacy uh, years ago, probably like four years ago, maybe even five, I maybe six, I don't know, <laughs> but she told me years ago, she goes to church with her friend named Carly, and she said, Ren, you need to meet her. Y'all kind of have similar stories about walking through infertility. And uh, she goes to my church, and y'all would just love each other. She is super great. She just said great things about you. And then um, after she said that, I guess it was maybe a year or two later, I was thinking, Carly Seals, I know that name. How do I know that name? And then I got an email from you, and you are my silver young living oil leader. And I was like, there she is. I know her two different ways. So now I'm excited to meet you in person. Yes, that's so neat. It is neat. So I'm excited that we finally met. We met at our kids. um, It was a mother-son kind of uh, farm night for our school. And so we finally got to meet. Um, and so thanks for coming today. Well, thanks for having me. Okay. So tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do and your family. Okay. So I am actually married to my high school sweetheart. (laughs) Yes. We've been married for 12 and a half years. We have four children. Mm. Our boys are seven and 10 and then we have twin girls. I do still, um, stay at home with the girls and then I, I guess, have my oil business on the side. And uh, that was kind of like an accidental business, but I guess we'll get into that later. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, and your girls are three, right? Yes. Okay. So take us back, because you have four kids, and back, when did y'all start wanting to, to have children? Y'all been married, you said 12 years? Yes. So when did you first want, like, did y'all want, like, after you got married, you were like, okay, let's have kids, or did y'all wait a little bit? So, we pretty much decided, um, immediately to start trying. We knew all along that we would have trouble conceiving because of, um, I have PCOS, and so we knew that we would have trouble as far as that goes. That's a pretty common Mm -hmm. infertility diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So, when we first started trying with Ryder, that's our oldest, it took a little over a year to get pregnant with him. We did end up getting pregnant with him naturally. There was a test that they did where they'd go in and clean out your tubes and make sure that they don't have 
like any blockage yeah. before they move on with any sort of other. Yeah, that's a painful test treatment. too. Yeah, it was not happy. I remember yeah. when we did it. My husband's phone. He was there with me. Thank goodness, mm-hmm. but his phone went off. And he, at that time, he had, oh, what was it? It was like the Batman theme or something. Oh. And it started going off in the middle of it. And I was just looking at him like, are you kidding me now? Yeah. Anyway, but it's kind of painful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's just uncomfortable. Yes. The whole thing. So you got pregnant so after that. I did. I, I did not have any blockage, but they say like 20%, you know, well, any sort of like irritation that they do mm-hmm. to like your uterus and all that, there's a higher chance of being able to get pregnant after yeah. that. So I happened to just be one of those. That's awesome. 20% that got pregnant after him. The next step was going to be, you know, Clomid and all that, but we did right. not have to go that route with him. So, okay. Okay. So you, um, got pregnant with him and you're like, okay, well maybe this is going to be good, but you still knew in the back of your head, you had PCOS, which tell me a little bit about that. Like if somebody doesn't know what, what does that really mean? So PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it's basically where you do not ovulate on your own. You Mm. don't have cycles. Like I never had cycles. Wow. Um, my case was a little bit different once we got into further fertility treatment with our other children that they found out that I had um, diminished ovarian reserve and diminished Mm -hmm. ovarian quality, which means I don't have very many eggs and the eggs that I do have are not great quality. Mm. So that's like hard news. Yes. How did you feel when you got that news? Like, do you remember how you felt? Well, PCOS is a very, um, with it being a very common mm-hmm. fertility diagnosis, you, there's a lot that they can do to work with it. Mm. So the doctor was very like reassuring, like Good. there's things that we're going to be able to do uh-huh. to help. Uh-huh. There's going to be a lot of steps involved. It might take a while, but, um, I don't know. I really just didn't. Didn't think about I it. I really didn't think about it. That That's much. good. Now looking back, like I think uh-huh. it might have been a little bit like my age and uh-huh. just being naive, like not really yeah. knowing too much of really what that meant at first. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. now looking back, like oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. Yes. Well, and then just not PCOS, but also the the egg reserve mm-hmm. and then the egg quality. I mean, that's right. like a double decker right there. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yes. So. Okay, so take us back then. So you're you're um, so you get pregnant. So you have when did y'all want to try for the next one? So your baby is oh, how old now? So Ryder was born in March, and I think we started trying again like in August when he was like five months old. That's so brave. That's so good. I wanted my kids so close together. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. now looking back, uh. <laughs> that was not the Lord's plan. Yeah. Um, he knows so much more mm. than we do, and that's mm. that's been like we'll get into that in a minute, I yeah. guess. But that's yeah. been the biggest thing that he's taught me. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, so we started trying right away, and they're three and a half years apart, so it was wow. it was a long time before we actually got mm-hmm. to the point of actually having a second child. Right, and so you did decide to well you went to your doctor and then he recommended you did a few IUIs I think and then which is the in um, the in the inseminations and then the doctor said what well we actually first started with like clomid mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm. um I had like some polyps on my uterus that they mm-hmm. had to remove mm-hmm. And then through all this, like, it's such a long process because Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, once we remove your polyps, we want you to try on your own for, like, a month or two. Mm -hmm. And then it just gets really drawn out. It is. It's not fast. Um, Mm. And what else also gets drawn out that I'll say is the emotions. Oh, The emotional part of it. So do you remember how you were feeling, like, when you were, like, okay, we're going to get polyps out and then we're going to try medicine and then we're going to try on our own. And then what's the next step? Did you, how, what do you think you were feeling back to that time? I'm very type A. Like Mm. I want everything. I want to know like what exactly is going to happen and plan out like Mm. my entire like life and future. Mm. And that was the hardest thing for me is not not knowing, like not knowing, am I going to have a second child? Am I not going to have a second child? If mm. I am, like, when is it going to happen? Like, I want it to happen now. Mm. Um, I, I mean, infertility causes 
so many emotions. Like mm. you, it's kind of like a grief cycle in yeah. and of its own. Like you can, you go through being angry to being mad to being upset, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, and sad. Yes. Like you're just. It is. It's like you're grieving. I yes. remember I was in Kroger parking lot one day, and it was like, what if this doesn't happen? What if I don't give birth to a child? Like. Right. It's, it's, it is grieving. It's grieving what you might not have. So I get that. So tell me a little bit more about, like you said, with what God was doing in your life that you were realizing it's his plan. His plan's better than mine, but how did you get to that point with, with, in your walk with the Lord? So I actually started, and this is a little bit off subject, but I actually started a blog and blog through like my entire mm-hmm. journey with all of, all of our kids, Mm. um, the process of how they got here and all that. But I named the title of it. It's discovering me and plan G. Mm. So like, I think of my plan as being plan a, like this is what I want my my plan to be. And I quickly realized that that's not going to be the case. So Mm. that's why I named it plan G, G for God. Mm. Um, just, I had to learn to just give it all to him. And that was really hard. And I'm going to tell you, like, it wasn't easy. And I was not really good at it. (laughs) I struggled a lot. Um, but I guess the number one thing that I realized is that his timing is so perfect. Mm -hmm. And there's a verse in Psalms, um, weepy manger for a night, but joy comes in the morning Mm -hmm. and just knowing now looking back on our story and seeing all of the joy that he has brought us and joy might be different in different circumstances. Like, Mm. I mean, our joy obviously was our precious children, but someone else going through infertility, it might be adoption or, um, I don't know, using like embryo adoption, like getting pregnant using embryos or just coming to a point where you are completely joyful that the Lord has not blessed you with children and Mm. that that's not your story. Um, I just feel like joy can come in different ways for different people. But what the, what the Lord does not tell you is that those nights of weeping can Mm. last so, so, so long. Mm. Um, so yeah. And in, in your case, it was three and a half years yes. before you had your second. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of nights when you're wondering, you know, what is your plan, mm-hmm. God? I love that verse. I was reading that verse yesterday Aww. about weeping in the night and, and joy comes in the morning and it does mm-hmm. look different. You're right. I love that. I love that so much. Um, what a great word that God gave you through yes. that, you know? Okay, so then you did... Um, your, you did Clomid or that's kind of the first is medicine. And then they do an IUI and then the doctor, what did he suggest for y'all to do next? So we did a couple of IUIs. We did IUIs with just using Clomid. And then there's another medication called Letrozole that we use. Mm -hmm. Um, none of those cycles I was ovulating in. Clomid was basically like water to my body, (laughs) but Except it just messes with your hormones. Oh, well, that makes sure. you a crazy person. But, um, and then we ended up doing shots with an IUI, which is very tricky because you don't like the ultimate goal is not to be Octomom. And like, yes, you, they, doctors cannot control that mm-hmm. with IUIs. And so mm-hmm. um, the dosage that I needed as far as medicine to help me ovulate and actually produce eggs, it was going to be more like, I need to go the in vitro route. Mm-hmm. So we ended mm-hmm. up doing IVF. Okay. And so did when you did the cycle and you went through all, and you did shots with that as well. I mean, that's part of it. But um, did it happen? Did you get pregnant on the first cycle? We did get pregnant on the first that's cycle. That's great. Yes. So we got 11 eggs and okay. then seven fertilized. And mm-hmm. then out of those seven... We transferred two, like on a day three. Typically, with an IVF cycle, they want you to transfer on a day five because the embryos, like on day three, they're like eight cells. Like, Mm. it's the most incredible thing, y'all. I saw... So, when we went in for the embryo transfer... This is a little off subject. No, I like this. Um, 
I we were able to look in the microscope, like at the two embryos that they were transferring, oh and my it was like just to say that. I mean, these people that do not believe in God, like I just mm. don't see how that's possible because mm. these like intricate cells that you don't even know is there until you mm. look underneath the microscope, and it turns into this child, like wow. with. I don't know. That's amazing. amazing. So So y'all got to actually do that. I've never heard anybody being able to do that. So we saw, I mean, of course you get pictures of the embryos that they transfer, but I also got to see them. So they transferred Mm -hmm. two on day three, um, which basically they did it early because they were all dying. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they were not going through all the steps that they're supposed to and these were the only two that we even had left on day three so they were like we're gonna just go ahead and put them in because if we have any chance of it working yeah it's now it's now so So you had 11 and then it went to seven and then it went to two two. Mm -hmm. wow and it was that due to your egg quality yes okay so that was Mm -hmm. something that you they knew we need to get on this right Thank goodness and for wisdom for doctors to know oh, to know. go ahead and do it, you yes. know? Okay, and so then two weeks later, you're pregnant. Yes. Yes. Well, really nine days. Nine days. Well, oh, wow. Really 11. Okay, okay. So, Fast, okay. Because the, the days that they're growing in the little picture dish kind of count. Okay, okay, so gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, yeah. so you find out you're pregnant, you're overjoyed, you have, yes. and how old is your oldest son at this point? So he is... Three, like about okay. to turn three. Okay, that's right, because you said about then. three and a half years. Okay, so. all right, so then you have a newborn, everything's going great, and then you mm-hmm. still have that desire to have Well, really, some more. we were done. We were just, mm. we only wanted two. Like, we were blessed enough. IVF is extremely expensive. Yes. And so we had exhausted all of our funds, and we, we were just done. We were grateful to have the mm. two kids that we did have. Yeah. Um, then when Mercer was eight months old, I got pregnant on my own. Oh, wow. And ended up miscarrying that baby at like eight-ish weeks. Mm. Um, but through that story and through that journey, that was the Lord opening up my heart to knowing that we needed more children. Like mm. two was not what the Lord had planned for us, but I was mm. such a stickler. Like I'm planning my life and I have my two kids uh-huh. and we and don't want good. anymore. And mm-hmm. we're done. And right. I was very set on being done. And wow. the Lord was very set on, no, you're yeah. not done. And if this this miscarriage is what you're going to have to go through in order for you to mm. learn that lesson, then mm. that's what we went through. But Wow. Wow. Hard yeah. lesson. Yes. Very, I mean, very, very hard. hard. Emotionally draining. That, mm. I feel like, was more emotionally draining than actually going through the whole in vitro process. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, you know... Um, you know what it's like to carry a child. Mm. You know what it's like mm. to know. Well, so you know what you're going to miss out on, I guess, with mm. that child. Because you're not going to be able to watch it grow up and watch it take its first steps and things mm. like that. But And that's definitely a grieving process, I'm mm. sure, to yes. walk through that. What got you through that time? So at first, when we first found out I was pregnant, um, actually was at my mom's and my mom was like you just need to take a pregnancy test I'm like I'm not pregnant I can't get pregnant on my own so I did and it came back positive and at first I was really like really upset about it because I was like this is not what we wanted like why we can't afford three kids (laughs) this is just crazy I have an eight month old like I want to be able to enjoy him like even though at first I wanted my kids real close together at this point I really liked the age difference because I felt like they could each have their own time yeah um but yeah it it was so hard it was a lot of that entire process was a lot of like ups and downs because they did not it took me a while to, like, miscarry on my own, mm. and, like, I was constantly in the doctor's office, like, well, maybe you are going to keep the baby, or maybe not. I don't know. Wow. It was just a lot of different... A lot of emotions. Back and forth, yes. Wow. So, through this whole time, so that was, like, January to, like, the end of January to, like, 
mid-March. I mean, it was a good, like, four to six weeks oh, of going goodness. through it. Like, my levels kept going up, but nothing was really growing at that point. Oh, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot of stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. we got excited. Like, mm-hmm. at that point, we were like, okay, like, we could possibly, you know, this is going to be a good thing. But mm-hmm. And then it gets taken away from you, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's hard. And so through that, you decided, or y'all, God led you, we, yes. you need more kids. Well, I want to give you more kids. Yes. <laughs> well, my whole type A again, like, mm. I do not want to end on this horrible, like, uh-huh. experience. Like, mm-hmm. so we're, we're going to have more. <laughs> so at that point, it was kind of more like we, it was more like a money thing, kind mm. of, um, like at first, because in vitro, like we knew we'd have to go through in vitro. We did not have any frozen embryos left from Mercer cycles. We knew we'd have to go through the whole mm. fresh cycle again. Um, and a lot of expense with that and a lot of emotions and a lot of, you know, putting your body through that. Right. So a lot of that to consider. Right. So like knowing you like want to do this and this mm. is what the Lord is calling you to do but not really knowing how that's going to play out. Mm. So it's a little bit of waiting game for a while. Mm. So okay. Mercer and the girls are like over four years apart. So it was a okay. while. Mercer was not even one yet when we had the miscarriage. Mm. So okay. it was, yeah, I mean, a good three years, two wow. and a half years before we really even made that ultimate decision that this is what we're going to do to have more children. So. Okay. So take me to when you found out you were pregnant with twins. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the I girls, mean, and how did you know? I mean, obviously, you knew there was a chance yes. that you were going to, um, could have twins. Right. So. So the girls' cycle was a little bit different. We actually had more success with the girls' cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to make it to that five-day transfer where they were actually the blastocytes versus just the eight-celled embryo, which mm. if you look at pictures like on the internet, it's really incredible because once it, it in like 48-hour period, it goes from like eight cells to like hundreds. Wow. Because they're literally dividing and dividing like mm. by like the hour. Oh, hours. my goodness. I mean, it's crazy. So, wow. Um, so, yes, we had two that we were able to transfer on day five. And going into it, we were like, there's no way we're going to have twins because we transferred to the last time. Oh, and I okay. was younger and uh-huh. only one took. So, why would yeah. we get pregnant with two? Yeah, no. But, yeah, we went in at like six and a half weeks for the ultrasound. And there were two on that screen. Wow. Buddy, like. Uh-oh. I thought my husband was going to pass out. He was like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. We just wanted one more. Like, <laughs> That's a shock. Yes. Wow. But, oh, my goodness. It has mm. been so fun. Like, mm. having them two be able to grow up together. And like, yeah. having two boys and two girls. And yeah. they're all just... Mm. Buddy, like they each have like a buddy, so mm. it's been fun. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, so you found out they're twins, and then you found out they were girls. So at 16 weeks, because when you're pregnant with twins, you have ultrasounds like all the time, oh, okay. like basically every time you go in. Okay. So at 16 weeks, um, they were able to tell. My husband wanted to find out though first, so okay. he, the lady, the ultrasound tech, like wrote down the genders like baby a this baby b this and put it in an envelope and my husband took it home with him and did not tell me for like two days oh he knew oh yeah he knew he knew he but like didn't opened tell up you. that parking lot how and found out. funny it was, it was such a fun like thing <sighs> surprise or whatever so it was valentine's day that was on a thursday and then that Saturday was Valentine's Day. Well, I don't know if it was actually, like, Valentine's Day, but we had gone out for Valentine's Day. Okay. Like, on a date night. Okay. So, my husband, my favorite, like, dessert type thing is Muddy's Cupcakes. Yes, they're so good. So, oh, they are so good. <laughs> so, he had gone to Muddy's, like, that Friday, the day after, and he had them, like, ice. Like, two cupcakes. Okay. And so, like, the icing was the color okay. of the babies. Okay. So, both of them had pink icing on them. So, we had them wrapped, like, in two separate bags. Like, this huge bag for baby A with this, like, cupcake oh. in the holder in it. And so, I opened it up, and it was girl. And it was, like, 
he really thought I would have started crying oh. because it was like just so different than I've yeah. always like wanted girls, but I just at that point like thought of myself as being a boy mom, and so because yeah. you already had two yeah. boys, so, and so yeah. I really like a gut feeling. I thought I was gonna have like a girl and a boy. Oh. Um, so and then so I was excited. It was more like shocking though. Oh sure, first, yeah. To know that there's at least one girl, but then when I opened the other bag with the other cupcake and it was pink too, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, wow. But yes, that's awesome. That's yeah. so great. We didn't tell anyone though for like two weeks. We went back wow. for like an 18 week ultrasound just to make sure. Yeah. Because 16 weeks is still kind of early. Yeah. So yeah. It's like. I guess there could be a possibility that it would still end up being a boy. But I love it. Yeah, it was two girls. Oh, my goodness. So how did everybody react? They were really excited. Mm, so my husband is one of two boys. So, and then these were, like, the first granddaughters, like, on his side. Well, really, it was uh, the first granddaughters on both sides. But my okay. parents had a daughter, so Okay, me. gotcha. Right. Um, so, yeah. Okay. His mom was really excited about I'm sure. Having a little girl. <laughs> yeah. I had one in the family. And likes and all that oh, kind of stuff, my so. goodness. Perfect. Yes. Oh, my goodness. What a great story. So, looking back at all of it with all four of your kids and not, you know, having that first boy and then not really realizing that you were going to have any more after that or even before him of not having any children, how has your faith journey come from there all the way to here? So, going through infertility, like, it really grew my faith. Mm. Like, we, you, it kind of forces you to, whenever Mm. you're going through, like, suffering and hardships and stuff like that, digging into the Word and through prayer, it really helps grow you. Mm. Um, And even at first, when you don't even realize, like, how much you're growing, in your faith, looking back on your journey, you're like, wow, the Lord taught me that. Or mm-hmm. um, just going through stuff like that. But the thing that the Lord taught me the most and the, the thing, like looking back on it, knowing that none of this was a surprise to Him. Hmm. Like He knows everything. He even knows like what's going to happen, you know, from here on out. And that just gives me such a peace. Mm-hmm. And knowing that only Him is who you can get that ultimate peace from. It, it's not going to come from anything else. So mm. through prayer, like prayer was a big thing. Like my mm. prayer life grew a lot because mm. I found myself at first like praying selfishly, like I want mm. this baby. And then like as your journey continues on, you learn to ask for wisdom and how to make decisions and things like that. And then ultimately you know, this is not your will for me, dear Lord. Like, I fully trust that. And Mm -hmm. it kind of, it got, definitely got to that point for Mm -hmm. me. And Mm -hmm. it's really, it's been me. Like, and even throughout the journey of even having children and being in the parenting process, I think you go through different, still different trials in your Mm -hmm. faith journey, you know, wavers up and down a bit. But you definitely learn different things throughout Mm. different stages of your life so Mm. and it's so beautiful looking back at that to see the the faith and see what God's taken you on and the growth I just I I do that too and I love Mm -hmm. that it's beautiful okay so you are have four children you have (laughs) two boys that are in um, traditional school and then you have your two girls uh, your twins that are three um, at home with you mm-hmm. so tell me about when your journey of kind of seeing essential oils and how that has made a difference in your family and how you got started in that because when I first heard your name and then I realized I know her she's my silver leader which means <laughs> what So there's different levels in Young Living. So there's like distributor and then star, senior star, executive, silver, gold, 
platinum diamond. I don't know. Okay, all of them. Have. Okay, and I'm um, at so, the bottom one because I don't sell it, but I do it for my family. Okay. So that's where I am. Yes. I am. And so you're my silver leader, which means you have a lot of people under you that you encourage and right. kind of like direct and show them what's the best way to use the oils and how they right. can help your family. So, yes. so when did you get started on us so, and how? Um. I got my starter kit and started using oils in September of 2013. Okay. And I got introduced to them from a friend from college. She used them. My mom and I, like, researched a lot of different companies, Mm -hmm. and this one was the one that we just felt was the best for our family, Mm -hmm. for our Especially, like, for my two boys to use. Like, I'm not going to use anything on my children. That I feel like is not going to be good for them. Sure, sure. um, Yeah, so I got started. It's been a little over five years ago. The business was really accidental. Like, I never intended to make it a business. I was just using them. I wanted to use them. So, the reason why I got started using them was because my grandfather... Passed away from ALS, which mm-hmm. is Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm-hmm. He, his line of work, he is around like a lot of toxins for all his years of working. Oh. And so they have said that toxins mm-hmm. can cause ALS. Mm-hmm. And so it's also hereditary too. So mm-hmm. since I have had a grandfather that that's how the toxins like interacted with his body and caused him to get that, then I have a higher percentage of if I'm around toxins and things like that, that my body can react that way to toxins. So, um, yeah, I just started like researching and wanting to do like clean, non-toxic, chemical-free type stuff. Okay. And so we started with oils and then it, I mean, of course it went into all sorts of other stuff like cleaning supplies and toothpaste and makeup and young living has they have a lot tons of stuff like it's not just essential oils but so that's how we got started with it just wanting to basically like have a toxin free yeah life and that's we're all around toxins even yeah though we're using these products and but this helps I feel like I feel like it helps make a difference Mm -hmm. for sure Okay, that's exciting. I didn't know that. Okay, so you started, and then how did you like realize? Okay, now I can sell this, and I can I can be a stay at home mom. I can homeschool my kids, and I can do this. Mm -hmm. How did you get from just doing them for your family to make it into a business? That's a million dollar question. Like, wow, (laughs) it's so great because people think they have to be a salesperson to do it. Well, I'm not making a million (laughs) dollars, but I will say at first. All I wanted was to get my monthly oils paid for. So gotcha. Young Living has what's called Essential Rewards, and it's mm-hmm. like a monthly authorship program. And it's the best thing ever. It I just is. started doing it it's, recently, and I love it. Oh, so good because yeah. it's like a box that you get, like a wellness box that you mm-hmm. get on your front porch once a month. But what's so awesome about that is you get to pick like your own products. You don't mm-hmm. have to like get in a box what they choose for you. Right, right. So and there's really something for everybody, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you can get stuff like charcoal soap. I've mm-hmm. got that on my list. Yeah. Of, you know, something for your face, and then that you can have oils that you diffuse or whatever. So there's a lot of different pets. things. There's, like, a whole pet line. Yes. So, and kids' line. Mm-hmm. The kids' line. There's I love that. Line. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. So we um, I started wanting to get my monthly oils paid for. Okay. So I just started sharing, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know, I never looked at it as being salesy because mm-hmm. if you go to a new restaurant or you go see a new movie, like you're going to tell people, oh, I saw this movie last week and it was really good. You should go see it. Mm-hmm. And you're not yeah, doing that because you want to be salesy. It's just right. something that you love and you're sharing about it. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it all started. And it just kind of just it took skyrocketed off. from there. It, it's that's so okay. crazy. Um, how has this blessed your family? How's this business? So it turned into literally wanting to get my monthly oils paid for to, oh, wow, I could seriously save money to do a V-trip again. Wow. So that, we started, like, chunking away, like, all my paychecks. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we never financed either one of our IVF procedures but with this one like we were completely drained when we wanted to do it with the girls but mm. felt like this is this is what the Lord wants us to do and but we just don't 
know how we're going to do it. And then he just literally just drops this mm. essential oil company mm. into my lap and basically tells me, like, this is what's going to pay for your wow. intro. And so, yeah, we chunked all that money and saved it until we got enough. And then we were like, we can only do it one time. So, uh, yeah, so this is it. Yes. Wow. So when you started doing oils or using them for your family, how, um, where was that in your process with kids? You had two children at the time. Yes. It was before you were, mm-hmm. um, did IVF. Okay. Right. Cause you were saving up for yes. that. Okay. So this wow. was like a year and some months Okay, that we saved up. That is awesome. And we were able to save up enough. Oh to, my goodness. To do it. So yeah. What a blessing. I know. I mean, exciting. Something that you didn't even see. Right. That was going to be there. God's plan. Right. Plan G, right? Yes. You know. Yes, plan G. Wow. And then after that, um, like since we were having twins, it was like, I'm going to need a minivan. <laughs> so, I mean, the Lord blessed oh. us. I mean, we obviously had already paid off in vitro. And so, I mean, we used that money to mm. start paying on a van. And again, we have a paid for van. And I mean, it, That's it's unbelievable. just just one thing right after another Mm. all the while not feeling like I'm selling anything I mean it's so fun because everyone that chooses to want to try oils they obviously have some sort of like wanting to try out something non-toxic and better their health and wellness and that's like my passion and so Mm. getting to be around like like like-minded people as far as that goes it's been really neat That's awesome. And also, like, what did you see the benefits health-wise for your family? So, we are very proactive in our health now. Like, for instance, um, if it's going to be, like, fall season and you know the weather's going to start changing and stuff like that, we start diffusing and using topically oils that are going to help you with all of that icky weather changing Mm -hmm. stuff yeah so we're just really like proactive with the way that we do things the girls have never I've taken each of my girls have been to the doctor like once in their three and a half years wow and like they've never been on an antibiotic like when wow. I took them, the doctor was like, well, what you're doing, like, just keep using, mm. keep using your stuff because mm-hmm. it's making it's a difference. Working. Like, wow. Yeah. How often do you give them oils? Like, do you do it at night? Oh, we or just... use them like all the time, mm-hmm. like morning, night, mm-hmm. diffuse. Diffuse We're in really the house. big diffusing yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I love that. Yes. I do that too. Yeah, yeah, I know you've got one. I do, I do. I've got some <laughs> fall got smells. One. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, I like diffusing because all of us can have the benefits of it mm-hmm. um, at one time. Yeah. So, because it, it can kill like airborne yucky. It's, it's unbelievable. Yes. I was reading about one of them too that yeah. does that. It's just yes. unbelievable. Um, my mom does it and she does it in her office and Ooh. just diffuses and that's really all she does but that's a lot she does it every day we use them topically too yeah yeah. especially this time of year like Uh I have a wellness roller bottle that I put on all the kids like anytime we leave the house but especially the boys now that they're in school oh yeah oh yeah I've never been in school before so I was like this is kind of a new learning experience it is with germs and all that yeah 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 we do it on feet at night and then most of the time I forgot this morning but usually on the morning um, too. So yeah, got to boost those immunities oh, up. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. It does. So. Okay. So tell me to someone that's listening and they're saying, nah, I don't know. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's going to work for us. I want to be non-toxic, but I, I don't think that's going to work. What would you say to them? So I think you have to be at a place to really be willing and be open to it. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be people out there that don't think they work. And that's fine. Um, I would never, like, push anybody to use anything or make them think that it's going to do something for them. Um, Because I feel like if they're not to that point where they're ready to mm-hmm. use it, like they're not. Like the yeah. box is just going to sit on the counter. And right. like they have to be 
they have to want to yeah. use them. Yeah. So, and I've definitely seen that with people that are in my downline. The people that use them, literally use them uh-huh. every day, uh-huh. have seen an amazing difference mm. in their families and their health and their wellness and just everything all the way around. Mm-hmm. And I think you, like they say, you need to use them consistently. Yes. Because I think that's where you can see a lot of big difference mm-hmm. for right. sure. Yeah. And it's not like traditional, like over the counter anything because mm-hmm. oils metabolize in your body so fast. So you're constantly needing to reapply like every two mm-hmm. to three hours to mm-hmm. get full benefit of them. Um, especially if you are starting to feel like you're getting below the wellness line, you'll want to like amp up mm-hmm. your routine a little bit more, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, there it's some powerful stuff and it it's, I mean, they're God given. It comes from right. plants. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if, if God produced it, like, I mean, it's good it's enough for good me. Enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Tell me your favorite five oils. Oh goodness. I mean, okay, so Young Living has like over like 100 and some oils. Uh-huh. So, <sighs> top five. Yeah. So, right now, I would definitely say Thieves. Okay. So, Thieves is the immune boosting oil, and it's great for this time of year, mm-hmm. um, especially with all the stuff that goes on in fall and winter. Yes. Like, you want to be using it. And yeah. I actually, like last month, just came out with the Thieves Roller. So oh. it's like diluted already. Oh my so goodness. You can just roll it on your spine or that's, your kids' spines or whatever. Good. And it's not. I had to make my own. Good. So that's awesome yes. that they have it. Mm-hmm. Just that I didn't realize that. It's already, yeah. It's okay, already, already done. It's super easy. Okay. Um, yeah, so we use these a lot. We diffuse it. It smells really good too. Mm-hmm. It's like cinnamon. Yes. It's got cinnamon in it. It has other stuff in it. It's like too, fall and Christmas. Oh, it's perfect. So good. Um, and it's really good, like in hot tea. I have had that in mm-hmm. tea. Or, I have in lemon. Uh huh. With tea and lemon and yes. tea and honey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good. lemon too. It's really good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So I like it. We love thieves. RC stands for. Respiratory congestion, mm-hmm. which is just that. It's perfect for anything respiratory related. It's mm-hmm. gentle enough that I've always felt safe using it on the girls. Mm-hmm. The, our girls are the our only children that have been oily from birth up. Mm-hmm. So the boys, Mercer was two, mm-hmm. maybe three when we started. Two and a half when we started using oil. So Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So they... They haven't gotten the full benefit, but we yeah. have definitely like oh, y'all. gotten them mm-hmm. doing them every day. Yeah, we do RC um, at night. We diffuse it every night. Yes, it's great. And it's good. Mm-hmm. We like it. It's so good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, and third oil. Stress away. Yes, I like it that too. Smells so good. It's the only one that actually has vanilla added to it, so mm-hmm. it yeah. it smells amazing. It does. It really is good. It has lime in it. Mm-hmm. It's it smells so good. Um, that one's good to diffuse, but I like to put it on my wrists mm-hmm. and wear it like as just like. that all natural perfume. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my good friends, she calls it her nice mommy oil because <laughs> it really does. Like she homeschools too, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I used this a lot when I was homeschooling because mm-hmm. it just like when you're stressed out. Like I mean, <laughs> anybody gets stressed out, so right. this one's a great one for it anybody. Is. Like yeah. kids, adults. Teenagers, uh-huh. college kids, like uh-huh. anything. I use it when away. I go to um, the doctor. I don't like doctor's visit. Mm. Just like checkups. Yeah. And I put it on my wrist and yes. my neck, on the back of my neck. Because I just don't yeah. like doctors. And it does. Oh, no. It really does work. Oh, it does work. It does. It really it does. Calm. Mm-hmm. It does. Okay. So number four. Um, lavender. Oh, that's a good one. And we use this one every day, all day long for... This one's called, like, the Swiss Army Knife of Oils because it has so many different properties in it, and Mm. it can go, it can be used for anything, like, literally anything. I tell people, like, when in doubt, use lavender. Mm. Um, It's good to know. Yeah, we diffuse it. I Mm. use this one in the diffusers at night Mm. for restful sleep. Um, You can use it topically. I mean, it's great for so. Mm-hmm, so, like mm-hmm, basically anything. Yeah. So. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Was that five? I think it was no. five. No, one more. That's four. Peppermint. Mm. So yeah, this one, um, peppermint, and I'm gonna go ahead and say a sixth one. 
Digis. Mm. Both of these are really great for digestive issues. Okay. okay. So um, I use them both kind of interchangeably, oh. but peppermint has, I would say peppermint probably has more uses for it than Digis. Okay. So we use it for head tension, changing of the weather. We diffuse mm. it. We use it topically. Mm. Um all different kinds of stuff. Like if your tummy is giving you trouble, it's like mm-hmm. just put one drop on your mm-hmm. stomach and rub it in. It's amazing. Um, That's great. Yeah. Can you do that with digest as well? Yes. So okay. digest is specifically just for digestive okay. issues. So you wouldn't yeah. use it for anything like head tension or sure. changing in the weather or anything. Okay. But that's why I said peppermint. But I do mm-hmm. like digest mm, for, for stomach okay. issues. Okay. And so. with any of this with kids, you need to dilute yes, with a carrier. Yes, you do need to dilute. Yeah. And it's different like ratio of like a carrier oil like coconut oil or something mm-hmm. to the oil for different ages sure sure so. the younger the more diluted it needs to be right yeah okay and a little bit goes a long way oh like, uh, yeah people get their boxes and they're like these bottles are tiny uh-huh, they're uh-huh. like five milliliters and they have like 85 ish drops in yeah. there but i'm like you only need one drop right and if you're using right. the diffuser like three to five drops is plenty yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. good it goes a long way yes. it does yeah Okay, those are good, yeah. good things. I love to hear about how you came from your journey of that and your journey of infertility and having all your sweet babies. <laughs> and I know that you are um, your cup overflows, yes. and that's great. So I would have never thought I would have had four kids. Um, like, but looking back on my journey, because I'm an only child. Oh yeah, me too. Yes. Me too. So my parents are like. What? Yeah, like, I would have never <laughs> thought you'd have four, but I love children. Um, I always wanted to be a mom, but mm, I never, I really never thought I'd have this. Movement. That's so sweet. That's great. Okay, so there is, uh, there are three questions I ask all my guests at the end of the episode. Okay. My eat, read, love segment. So, what are you eating? Like snacks that you love. Um, what are you reading? And what are you loving? Okay. So, what am I eating? I'm going to go ahead and do something super unhealthy. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> because it's <laughs> Halloween and yes. um, and I'm going to do a candy. Okay. So the new Reese's Cups with the Reese Pieces in the middle. <gasps> uh-uh, I haven't oh, seen these. Oh, they're so good. Are they you? literally like just came out like maybe like a month or two ago uh-uh. is when I first saw them. Okay. Yeah. And they're delicious. Oh, they're so good. I haven't. Are they like crunchy, like in the middle? Oh, yeah. Because <gasps> it's literally like whole Reese Pieces. Oh, like, my goodness. In the middle of a Reese Cup. <laughs> and I love anything peanut butter and chocolate. I do too. So. That, combo, that combo is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have to go get some. It was funny. Seriously. We, went, we did trunk or treat last night at our church. Aww. So I was like digging through the kids' buckets. Yeah, yeah. Where is that it? that specific candy and none of them got no. one. So no. I was like, well, I guess okay. I, don't, I don't need one. So. <laughs> They're so good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, what are you reading? Um, so this was probably I finished it like right around when school started. Okay. But it it's probably the the book that I've been telling most people about that okay. I've read lately. A couple of the books that I've read lately, like weren't great. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're okay, but yeah. they're more just like fun like little novels or whatever yeah this one was a really good book it's follow the cloud by john stickle okay it's so amazing and basically it's just teaching you not really teaching you but um showing you how to like listen to god like Mm. in your heart and knowing how to follow him it all goes back to like when the egyptians like followed the cloud to get them to where they were going and Mm. um uses that illustration a lot but with the israelites yes yes okay yeah so um that sounds good like a lot about yourself but then a lot about god and why he's Mm. showing you certain things like in your life and just being able to hear his his voice because sometimes Mm. it's it's hard to hear and sometimes his Mm. voice you have to really be listening to it to hear it because his voice can be really small sometimes and Mm. i think when you're quiet enough and you can actually hear his voice is when like big things can happen. So mm, that sounds great. Yeah. I've never heard really of it. There's the like cloud. a line in the book that, um, it talks a lot about 
like what you're going through now and like something might happen now that might seem like a terrible like event or something but like going to the future so the line was God never leads us out of something without leading you into something better Mm. and when I read that I was like wow like when he closes that door like lots of times you can't see Mm -hmm. the door Mm -hmm. being opened just yet but just knowing that God is taking you from this store to the store Mm. or this step to this step like it's the whole picture is going to come through eventually and it's going to be just this amazing thing that you're going to be like wow like Mm. that's why that happened Mm. so because I like to kind of think of it like as a dot to dot like picture Mm. like you know when you're a little kid you're doing dot to dots and you can see all the dots and pretty much know like what picture it's going to make but with God like he just drops his dots at different points in your life and then at the end of your life you're going to have this picture that you can't see like as you're connecting your dots throughout your life Mm -hmm. so that's awesome I love that picture Mm -hmm. neat that's a good way to look at it yes good okay what are you loving and I love in the weather. Yes. Like, it's finally full. I can wear like <laughs> leggings and sweatshirts. I know, and not sweat. I know. <laughs> and then um, I just love like from October to December, like mm. all the holidays and mm-hmm. family time and like activities where yes. I'm definitely never bored mm-hmm. during the fall. Mm-hmm. So busy, but and football and mm-hmm. we always try, we're Alabama fans, so okay. we always try to go to like an Alabama game, so we're going in a couple weekends, and that's always fun. That's so fun. Yeah. A lot of family time. Yes. Good. Those are great. Those are great. Thank you for coming today Thanks and sharing your story. Yeah. This was awesome. I'm so <laughs> glad we finally met. And, yes. Um, so, thank you. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. So much goodness in this episode. I loved talking with Carly. I loved getting to meet her in person and putting a face with a name. And I loved hearing about how her plans were not what uh, God's plans were and that she switched in her thinking from plan A to plan G, which was plan God and what he wanted and submitting to his will for her life and for her family. Y'all, can you believe it is October, the end of October. It has flown by. I am loving seeing the trees change and the leaves um, falling, and I hope you're enjoying the season of fall. Next week, it will be episode 64 when I chat with my new friend, Lauren K. Denton. She is a USA Today bestselling author, and you will love hearing how she got started in writing and how she balances mommyhood with um, hearing from God about her calling to write. And you will be excited. It's fun. It's a great episode. So remember, you can find us on Friends of a Feather podcast. I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, So I would love to find you over there. Remember, we are all friends of a feather. So let's stick together and I'll see you next time. Bye friends.